This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome, everyone, to the latest edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. And on today's podcast, we're talking. Of course, about Deshaun Watson. Will he play this weekend? Are we seeing more injuries in the NFL? Is the defense finally catching up with the offense for the first time in a long time? Is that worm turning? We'll get into all of that. Uh, Plus the latest lines on the Browns game. And, of course, it's the last podcast of the week before Sunday. So we'll do all the Sunday game picks. NFL picks. I'll give you all my picks for this week. That's all coming up on this edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet River. You're in the Bullpen with Adam the Bull. All right, good news. Uh, Deshaun Watson practicing today, of course, it's Thursday. Um, you may be listening to this on another day, but but Deshaun Watson is practicing for the first time since, I believe, September 22nd. So it's almost been a month uh, since Deshaun Watson has been on the practice field. And now the question is, will he play? I had a couple of fascinating conversations today, one with Bernie Kozar. And Bernie, uh, you folks may remember, of course, in 1989, uh, dealt with the same injury, the micro tears uh, in the shoulder, in the rotator cuff. And Bernie talked about, this is not a toughness thing. This is not about, can you play through the pain? It's about, as Bernie put it, there's going to be a few throws with this injury where my arm's just not firing right and I float a ball out there. So, listen, Deshaun Watson's a different person than Bernie Kosar. They're, you know, how one injury affects somebody can affect somebody differently. But it's the closest example I could possibly give you without talking to Deshaun Watson himself. And he doesn't know. Even Deshaun Watson doesn't know what's going to happen on the field if he plays with his injury because he hasn't done it yet. But in Bernie's experience, he played with it. Obviously, it was a different time. You're talking, you know, 30-some-odd years ago. Um Bernie played with it, and he played well in his first game. And then as the the couple of games went after that, and the season eventually ended in the AFC Championship game a couple of weeks after this happened, it got worse. He took some big hits, and in the AFC Championship game against Denver that year, he he threw two picks on balls where the shoulder just didn't fire right, and he didn't know it. You know, you don't know it until you're playing. You don't know it until you're throwing. Now, will Deshaun Watson experience these same things? We'll see. Bernie had the injury and then played the next week. Deshaun Watson has the injury. You know, are there levels of severity? 
you know, the makeup of the person in terms of their muscle, their muscle, I was about to say muscles, their muscles, their ligaments, their rotator cuff, they're built differently. I assume <laughs> we're all built differently, right? Um, Deshaun Watson has had a month off from throwing, basically. Is that enough time to fully heal? No. I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson said it. Bernie Bernie said it in his opinion, a month's not enough time to fully heal. Is it enough time to get as close to 100% as you might be able to get? You know, that that there's no way to know that for sure. But for the first time in nearly a month, Deshaun Watson is practicing. I saw some video today of him making some good throws, but it's practice. You know, he's not taking any hits. He's probably not throwing it 100% like he would in the game or with the adrenaline going like you would in the game. And so it's hard to say, it, not hard, it's impossible to say how it's going to react in a game versus how it's going to react in practice. Also spoke with Aditi Kinkabwala today. Um, she is part of the broadcast team. Obviously, Aditi covered the Browns all preseason. She's been around the team as much as most people. Um, and Aditi, you know, was in the lock or, or spoke with, you know, a number of people on the in the Browns organization today because she's going to be on the sidelines for the, the game uh, against the Colts this weekend for CBS. And I asked her flat out, what do you think the chances are of Deshaun Watson playing? And she said 50-50. So I think that's where we're at right now. Uh, as the days go by here leading up to the Sunday game, of which if you look at the latest line at Bet Rivers, the Browns at the moment, they opened as, I believe, a one-and-a-half point favorite, and they are now a three-point favorite. It was two-and-a-half yesterday. It's gone up to three today, with probably with some news that Watson is practicing. The over-under went from 40 this morning to 41 this afternoon. And these things move. Obviously, they'll ebb and flow. If Deshaun Watson is named the starter, I'm assuming that line's going to shoot up, even though the game is an indie. Um, and even though Watson you know, won't be 100%, it's going to go up more. Because right now, the assumption is, well, we don't know. There is no assumption as to who's going to start. But clearly, even an 80% Deshaun Watson is a lot better than than 100% P.J. Walker. Uh, speaking of bets, get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. When I was a kid... Um, defenses it was always defenses win cha- defense wins championships and i believed that when i was a kid i no longer believe that in the nfl but is that changing we've seen in recent years teams win because of offense last year in the super bowl the chiefs won not because their defense was great it was fine the the eagles had the best defense in the nfl and the and the chiefs beat them and the only reason it was close is because the Eagles' offense was also really good, not because of the, their defense. Is that starting to change? We saw, for the first time in a while, the scoring down last year. And so far this year, it's off to a really slow start. And, and offensive numbers are way down across the league. Is it because defenses are adjusting? We've seen the red zone numbers in particular 
from some of the analytics guys out there, the red zone numbers are way down early in the season. Is it because defenses are adjusting? Is that the whole thing? After years of offenses getting the advantage and getting better and getting better, have enough teams defensively? Because we look at the Browns here in Cleveland, and they're playing historically well through five games. Least amount of yards given up through five games since 1971. It's crazy. And there's a lot of teams playing very high-level defense right now. A lot of teams. Not to the Browns level, but there's a lot of teams playing high-level. Like, a lot more than we've seen in recent years. So, there's got to be something to it. Now, I think part of it is, which is why I'm not ready to make sweeping judgments yet, is that we've, we've while we've seen this trend of, of offense for a decade and a half, We've also seen a trend that has become a lot bigger the last few years, and that's the important players on the offense, especially on defense too, but especially on the offense, important players, the quarterbacks, the running backs, top receivers, they are either not playing or playing very little in the preseason. And so I think what we're at, even in training camp, you're, 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 there's less training camp, there's less reps, there's less hits. The running backs are doing nothing. The top running backs, teams are afraid to get them hit in practice in the preseason, which I get. But I think some of the problem this year is the rustiness. It's also the injuries. The injuries are – now, this is anecdotally, but I, you know, I feel like I'm not one of these people that irrationally says every year injuries are up. But to the, there's been a lot of key guys that have been hurt. A lot of good skilled position players have been hurt, and you wonder if that's because of their lack of action early in the season, that we're seeing a lot of these pulled muscles and things like that. And we'll continue to trend that way, or will we, or will we have a, a bounce back where next year teams are like, hey, we got to get our offense ready early. We're not coming into the season ready to play. Outside of the Dolphins, nobody's offenses look consistently great. You know, the Chiefs offense has been up and down. The bill, the, you look at the good, the teams that have been the good offensive teams, the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles, to all to some different degrees, have not been nearly as good as we thought they'd be. The Niners has been really good outside of the Browns game. The Dolphins has been really good outside of the Bills game. They've been consistently excellent, those two teams. But that's about it. Um, you have a lot of good quarterbacks. Justin Herbert's another one, not just not performing at the level you expect. So I think it's a combination of these factors. But if this becomes a trend where defense can win, you know, now we're starting to trend back to where, okay, if you have that lights out defense, maybe you can win that way. Because it's felt for a while now, I've been completely convinced, anybody that knows me, you can't win without great quarterback play. When I was younger, you could win with mediocre quarterback play if you had a great de- if you had a great defense. Even in some cases, like the with Trent Dilfer or Jim McMahon, below average quarterback play. You know, Joe Joe Flacco and, and Brad Johnson, not great quarterbacks, but those guys both played really well those years. Flacco in the playoffs, the year the Ravens won, was great. But the the year they won with Dilfer, I mean, he was terrible. The Ravens, you couldn't. Like, but the defenses haven't played to that level. Now, can the Browns, can the 49ers, 
Can they play to that level consistently all year? We'll see. And if they can, if the Browns can play at, a, at, at an 85 Bears level, which seems insane, but if they can, can they win with mediocre or even bad quarterback play? I don't think you can, but I, I think you it's possible that you can win with just pretty good quarterback play, which I wouldn't have said even last year. And I'll be curious to follow this trend now. If Deshaun Watson's healthy, they should get quarter good. You traded for Deshaun Watson to expect great quarterback play. Maybe he can't give that to you. Maybe he can't give that to you anymore. Maybe he can't give it to you because of the injury. I don't know. But if he gets on the field, I'm expecting him to play well, not poorly. And if he plays well, if, if Deshaun Watson plays good football, not even great football, just good, solid football, protects the ball, makes some plays, the Browns, I think, can be a Super Bowl contender that way. If their defense can be one of these legendary defenses. They look like it through five games, but I, I got to see it more. But I think it's possible it's going to be an interesting test. I was saying earlier today, I'd be fascinated to see a playoff game right now with this Dolphins offense against this Browns defense. I mean, that 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 tell you all you need to know right there. The Dolphins offense has been historically good. The Browns defense has been historically good, you know. It's it's interesting stuff. We'll see if if this is just another early season trend like last year or if this is really a thing that's now happening where the swing is coming up again for the defense and it's going to become more of a defensive league like it used to be. Now, I will say this. The league doesn't really want that. Offense is good for business. Fantasy football, people like seeing scoring. Fans, when you're watching a neutral game, you want to see points. I don't think my fellow Browns fans here care how the Browns win. And they may need to win with a great, great defense. But, you you know, you still want to be good on the other side of the ball. And so far, they haven't been. They were against Tennessee. They haven't been in the other games. They need to be better to, to win consistently, even as good as their defense has been. But if their defense continues to play at the level it has for four of the five games this season, they're going to win a lot of games even with a subpar offense. But you're not going to, you're not going to win a Super Bowl um, with the off the way the Browns have played offense in four of the five games. And they should be a lot better than that. Uh, at this point, the Browns do appear like, you know, they don't have to have a top five offense to win if their defense plays this way the rest of the year. I think it just hasn't been done in a while. It's going to be fascinating. Can't wait to see it. Uh, as for the Browns, I am picking the Browns this week minus the three. I liked it better at two and a half. But you know what? I like it fine at, at three because I think there's a decent chance Watson's going to play. And even without Watson, I think the Browns are going to win this game by a touchdown, maybe even more. Uh, so let's go rapid fire and give you all the picks for this week. We'll start with the Browns. Uh, I'm laying the three in Indianapolis. Um, remember, this is a week-to-week -week league, so you can't go based solely on last week. But the Browns, I just think the culture, the Browns have been lights out stopping the run. They have faced two elite backs this year. One, Derrick Henry did nothing. Two, Christian McCaffrey, solid first half, but then he got hurt, so we didn't get a full game to see what happened. The Colts have a really good running game with Zach Moss, who's been great, and Jonathan Taylor's been coming back. 
They can't. They're not a good passing team. Gardner Minshew is not a good quarterback. A bad game last week, but not just because of that. He's just not that good. That's why he's a backup. You know, Michael Pittman's a really good receiver, but they don't have a lot else in that passing game. And Michael Pittman's like, you know, he's not Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. He's not even Amari Cooper. So I, I think the Colts are going to have a hard time scoring in this game. I think even with P.J. Brown, I, I would – not I think. I would take um, – I, I would take the Browns in this game uh, – I think I just said P.J. Brown. I meant P.J. Walker. I would take the Browns in this game no matter who's playing. Obviously, I like them better with Watson, and the line will go up. But uh, for now, I'll take the Browns minus three. All right, let's go rapid fire the rest of the games for this Sunday – and on the Sunday podcast, I'll give you the um, well. The Browns play at one, so I'll give you. I'm going to give you the Sunday night game, and I'll uh, on the Sunday podcast, I'll give you the Monday night game. So let's go rapid fire. Here we go. L- I love this game. Lions at the Ravens Sunday one o'clock. Ravens are a three point favorite. I am all in with the Lions. I liked them before the season. I love them now. They're playing very well on both sides of the ball. That's what I didn't see coming. I was I my two questions about the Lions going into the season were is w- the guy we saw Jared Goff that we saw last year was that legit and so far it has been and what about the defense well the defense has been really good really good I am not a believer in the Ravens I think they're a fraud four and two I think Lamar Jackson who I like I think he's a little overrated. I, I think they're just overrated in general. Uh, they handed a game to the Steelers. They've been unimpressive. They lost to the Colts. Um, I, I like the Lions. I think they go, not only do I love it plus three, I think they're going to flat out win the game. I, I would I would take them uh, on the money line at plus 128, but I, I'm taking the Lions plus 300%. Raiders-Bears, this is an awful game uh, in Chicago. The Bears are going with a quarterback who was undrafted out of a Division II school this past year. I can't pick the Bears, even at home, even getting three. I'll take the Raiders on the road minus three. I'm surprised it's not a bigger spread than that. I know the Raiders are not very good, but uh, I'll lay the three with the Raiders. Bills Patriots Sunday at one. It's a big spread. Last week, I figured the Bills would cover, and they didn't against the Giants. Giants played well defensively. Uh, but the pay and and I can't even say the Patriots are worse than the Giants because going into last week, the Giants and Patriots and the Panthers were the three teams. You're like, they're terrible. What is different is the Bills already went through. We played a team we should have demolished and we didn't. I can't see that happening two weeks in a row. They're not nearly as big a favorite. They're eight and a half point favorite as opposed to 15 and a half against the Giants. I'll lay the eight and a half with the Bills on the road. Don't love laying that amount of points on the road, but I'll do it anyway. Giants are a two and a half point dog against the Commanders Sunday at one. I'll go with the Commanders here. I this is I pick them all, so I'm going to pick it. I would stay away from this game, though. It's a, one of my last choices. I don't love it. The Giants played feisty last week, but they're terrible. Their offensive line may be one of the worst in the history of the game. They're starting Tyrod Taylor, most likely. Um... It's a mess, so I'll take the Commanders minus two and a half, even though I don't like them very much. Love the Falcons on the road. Uh, another team that I like to win flat out, even though they're getting points. Baker Mayfield does. I've said this once, said a million times. He doesn't play well against good defenses. The Falcons have a good defense. 
plus 116 on the money line with the Falcons. I'll take the two and a half for this purposes, for these purposes. Falcons will win the game outright over Tampa Bay. I'll take the two and a half. The four o'clock game, Steelers at the Rams. Rams are a three and a half point favorite. I, I have I have gone back and forth on this game because the Steelers offense is awful. Awful. But their defense is good. And teams find a way to hand them games. The Steelers should have one win. But the Browns and the Ravens both handed them victories. Now, the Rams are obviously well coached. They've played they played really well last week. They're at home, but the Steelers fans will travel. So this is another one that I'd probably stay away. But since I have to pick it, I will go with the Steelers plus three and a half. I think it's a field goal game either way. So even if the Rams win, I think they're likely to win by one, two, three points, then more than that. So I'll take the Steelers and hope that the Rams win by three or less. Uh, Cardinals at the Seahawks. Seahawks are a seven and a half point favorite. They played a really sloppy game last week against the Bengals. Defense played well. Offense didn't. Offense breaks out this week with Geno and the guys. Cardinals are falling apart because they're a bad team that was, you know, playing feisty early. Won't happen this game. Seahawks win by double digits. Packers-Broncos in Denver. Uh, Broncos getting a point at home like the Packers in this one. Jordan Love coming off a bye. I think he's played decent football, and the Broncos are a disgrace. I'll take the Packers minus one. Last Sunday afternoon game, Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm actually taking the Chargers. I, I love the Cowboys against the Chargers last week. The Chargers, uh, uh, in a lot, you know, often, like the Steelers, find ways to win. The Chargers often find ways to lose. But the Chiefs' offense has been so spotty. I think this is a close game. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I feel this way about this game as I do about the Rams. Like, I could see them winning, and I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I don't see a blowout. And I think five and a half is a lot of points. I'll take the Chief, I'll take the Chargers plus uh, five and a half. And finally, uh, by the way, the Monday night game is Niners-Vikings again. I'll do that on the Sunday podcast. The Sunday nighter is the Dolphins and the Eagles. We talked about wanting to see the Dolphins against the great defense in Cleveland. Well, they're playing a very good defense in Philly. It was the best defense last year. They haven't been as good this year. Phillies at home, minus two and a half. This is another really, some really tough games on the schedule. I don't like the way Philly played last week. It's hard to bet against Miami because their offense has been so good. But I am going to go with the – I know everything points to Miami in this spot. Getting points with their offense seems crazy. The Eagles have underachieved. But I think they get focused up for this game after an absolutely disgraceful, embarrassing loss to the Jets last week. And I think the Eagles win this game by a field goal. I'll lay the two and a half. Some tough games this week. There you go. Those are the picks for the week. Thanks to Brian Monzo, as always, for producing. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. I'll talk to you next time. Where else? But right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.